hey hello hi what's up welcome to another episode of space time taco i'm your host chris with nate and i said it and that's it um <laughs> that's it. yeah you said your own name i'm proud of you you're learning um <laughs> hey nate guess what guess what it's wednesday do you know what that means no boy. I don't. That means you're in the gutter. Remember, we talked about this in the last oh, yes. podcast. I don't know why, but you're in the gutter. Uh- <laughs> I become the omnipresent gutter being. <laughs> it's Gutter Wednesday. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh- <laughs> God. By the way, I uh, note to self: make into t-shirt. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna draw you hunched in a little like fetal position in a gutter uh, just do it with with my face and like the it gutter thing oh yeah that would be funny <laughs> but instead of telling people to come near you you knew near you're like please fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> i don't want to deal with you go away no one floats <laughs> everybody sinks here uh-huh. <laughs> uh nate it's been a while since we recorded due to it has been a while this and that and others um and hell, we're not even recording on the right day. We're already halfway through the fucking week. Um, so it's going to be a weird and short because it's 9.30, 9.45. I just looked at my mm-hmm. skin. Um, <laughs> I don't wear a watch. I literally pulled up and my eye lined up perfectly where, oh, where the... You got uh, like that in-time clock. Huh? The in-time from the movie In Time where they have like the clock on their arm. I didn't see that. Is that the one with... Uh, Justin Timberlake? Yes. Okay. There were like three movies that were the exact same movie, and one of them had Justin Timberlake. Well, it's like one of Dave's favorite movies. It's got a neat premise, but I don't think it's a great movie. <laughs> I think that other one that he likes about time travel is better. It's probably Looper. No. I do love Looper. Um, no. Uh, the one about time. About time? Hmm. Yeah, I think it's about time. It's about that time. <laughs> um, yeah, it's about time. Um, hmm. Yeah, Rachel McAdams and uh, Redhead Dude. <laughs> <That's>, I mean, <laughs> Domhnall, Domhnall Gleeson. Domhnall Gleeson. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a really sad time travel movie about, like, hey, what if time travel sucks? Um, mm-hmm. Which is a, you know, a constant premise in time travel movies, I feel like. <laughs> like what if time travel, how, but how, bad? Yeah, how often are time travel movies, like, happy-go-lucky films? I mean, I think the the one that stands above all the rest is a happy-go-lucky time travel film, sort of, is the Back to the Future series. What are you talking about? There's nothing happy or go-lucky about that. I mean, they're all comedies, so... <laughs> They are. They are comedies too, for the most part. But like the first thing, he's trying to save his family from disappearing. Uh, the second thing, he finds out that his his future sucks, but that's also his fault, kind of. So then they yeah. have to go back to the past to fix the future. And then the third one, just, it exists. Well, yeah. I mean, at the very end of the day, it just doesn't feel like the stakes are that dire in Back to the Future. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. There's Maybe. never a moment where you feel like dread for the main characters. 
I think you went into them with too too much of a positive expect. No, I'm joking. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a girlfriend in high school who loved these films and made me watch them over and over and over again. Uh, the first movie <laughs> is arguably, and this isn't me saying it; it's just like a common thing on the on the internet in in film community kind of things. The first movie is arguably a perfect movie. Um, like no no wasted time no no whatever bullshit it kind of just mm-hmm. flows perfectly and works and all that shit um and it's true you get to the second movie and when you're a kid you love the future shit because everybody loved the future shit when we were kids uh yeah and then you get older and you're like oh this sucks no <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> instead of hoverboards we got dystopia so <laughs> I mean, there was dystopia in the future as well, but you know, <laughs> different futures. Um, man, now I need to watch. Now I want to watch the Back to the Future movies again. I haven't watched them in a long time. Right, we just got instead of actual hoverboards, we got things they called hoverboards. Oh yeah, the little wheelie things, the segways yes. without sticks. The segways without sticks that would light on fire because of cheap battery manufacturing. I think they've gotten better. I mean, they have been because now they're. They have, like, massive safety oversights when your fucking child toy burns down an entire apartment block in a country. Yeah, yeah you, you do... kind of make that a little <laughs> bit safer for people, I guess. Yeah. Well, Nate, I have not been consuming media at all lately. Um, seems like you have. I, I, I've I, been, obviously, uh, once again, I'm not going to put in a thing. My East Guy <laughs> bullshit. Uh, I finished something, though, recently that is an actual like well-known and people give a shit property but now i can't fucking remember because it just oh i caught up on the manga for shield hero no nice yeah um i don't know if it season two shield hero i don't i'll tell you i stopped watching season two of Shield hero after the second episode really yeah because they skip, like, an entire arc of the manga. They go to the big fucking turtle thing. And it's just like, oh yeah, fight the big turtle. No, that's that's how the manga goes. But it, like, skips any intermission. The intermission that takes place between the first arc and then the big turtle arc. <laughs> there isn't an intermission, really, though. There is some lead-up. <laughs> like, maybe two chapters at most. Um well, because that so and that's that's what I was actually kind of interested to see is what they move around. Mm-hmm. It literally goes the way that the arc because you finish the first arc, and then mm-hmm. you go into the second arc with the turtle and shit, and that's really how it is. There's no real downtime between it. Mm-hmm. Um, hell, the beginning, the first episode of this season, I feel like you see more of stuff has happened, kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. like the training and stuff, because you never, you never see, uh, is it Risha? Risha? Risha's training? The girl mm-hmm. that was in the Bow Bo Heroes group, and then just like, hey, you suck, oh, get yeah. the fuck out. Um, now... She's all of a sudden, like, super valuable to Naofumi. Well, Naofumi mm-hmm. feels for her, uh... He sees no, the. Me also buy sleeves, so. Okay. <laughs> like, 
don't take me seriously. I'm just. I was gonna say I'm. You. I'm in no. Believe me, I'm never gonna be one of those. Like you know, when in Rome. Um, <laughs> I've had enough conversations about the slavery thing in anime, so it is way too common. Um, it is way too common. I know why it's common, and it's weird that you know a character who is basically opposed to slavery, at least in the modern world, just goes, "Oh yeah, it's part of this world," so he shrugs at it and buys we, slaves anyway. What are we talking about? This one again? Yeah. Gen- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, the funniest part about it is the fact that any time that somebody wants to join and he wants to help somebody get better as a person, he's like, hey, mm-hmm. become my slave. Um, yeah. And, and it really is. It's like, it's not because, hey, slavery, fuck it, whatever, I can own you. It really is when you are a slave in this universe, the mm-hmm. XP is cumulative. <laughs> so yes. everybody is helping everybody grow. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. But also, mm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, it didn't need to be written that way. So <laughs> it did not. Um, also in the manga, uh, instead of Raftalia becoming an adult through leveling up, uh, she does visually become an adult, but is still a child. Um, okay. Like they straight up are like, when you level up, as this race of monster, you look more adult than you actually are. I'm like, that's fucked up. That's more fucked up than the anime, where it's like, hey, we just time skip when we level up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it's funnier because in the manga, it takes him a while to realize. Mm -hmm. I don't, at least I don't remember that happening in the, in the anime. Um, because like everybody around him is like she's beautiful look at she's grown into this young woman blah 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 and then now for now for me now for me now for me uh no. is like what are you talking about she's a fucking kid little child fuck that she's a child <laughs> um yeah i want to see how far the anime goes though hold on uh now for me Oh. Oh, that's a cute ending. All right. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, um so do you care about spoilers? Well, I'll probably go back and watch it so Okay, so never mind. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. I won't say anything. Um it takes a fun trip. A fun a fun a fun jump. Uh in the in the series and i enjoyed i actually really enjoyed what they did um so i'm excited for more the problem is there's not much literally that arc happens and that's all almost the only thing that the manga's gotten to and covered um Mm -hmm. because i know this is another one of those situations where unfortunately it's not like hey it's the manga comes out and then the anime comes out it's nope these are light novels that were adapted into both Um, (laughs) which means there's more that i will never read because I like pictures. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't have a problem. We talked about it. We don't have problems reading. It's just, right now, I don't have that attention. Um, but yeah, why'd you put a car? No, it's a spoiler. No spoilers. <laughs> it's a spoiler. Um, I deleted your spoilers. <laughs> the only, so the only other thing, I'm just going to hop, because like, you have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. Uh, the only thing that I have consumed recently, because um, unfortunately it's Wednesday and it would have been fucking awesome if we could have talked about She-Hulk, but no, She-Hulk comes out tomorrow morning. 
Um, <laughs> I'm fucking pissed. Uh, but no, uh, I have now that it has come to Disney Plus. Speaking of Disney Plus, uh, I have started watching The Orville. Which, if you don't know, The Orville is Seth MacFarlane's answer to "Hey, I want to make a Star Trek, but I'm not allowed to make a Star Trek, so I'm going to make my own Star Trek." Um, it's not the Orville Redenbacher popcorn. <laughs> Uh, and as somebody that has very much wanted to like Star Trek, but Star Trek is a little bit too much for me, mm-hmm. um, this show is perfect. It is, like, I originally expected it to be nothing but a straight-up comedy, um, especially because, obviously, it's Seth MacFarlane. He is... He... <sighs> I was thinking about this earlier. Seth MacFarlane, sure. Family Guy might not be the greatest show. Most of those shows, <laughs> not the greatest shows. Um, but his, you can always see how much he loves the things he pokes fun at and talks about in his in his shows. Um, mm-hmm. Like you know, you from watching Family Guy, you know he is a massive nerd, uh, and is great, and I love it. In the fact that he has made what actual Star Trek fans have considered a good Star Trek show um, is awesome. And like I said, it's it's a good balance of his kind of comedy uh, while also still being a relatively serious show. Serious sci-fi show kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all three seasons, I think it's three seasons, are on Disney Plus right now. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the, I guess one of the upsides too um to the Fox merger stuff. Yeah. Eventually, I don't know. I really wish, like, it's funny because there's there's the HBO Max kind of side of things where they are currently throwing everything in the fire and mashing everything up. Um, and then you have Disney who owns Hulu and Disney Plus and they just won't make it one thing. <laughs> like, keep, keep ESPN on its own, but just throw... Hulu and then make Hulu on Disney Plus. Make Disney Plus the all-encompassing streaming warlord. I mean, people have said already, like, you know, with all these streaming platforms coming out and all this content being divvied up in the way that it is, like, it's starting to feel like just a new era of cable TV all over again. And most people are just ready to start pirating their content. See, and well, and that's the thing where, like, I understand with the having to pay so much for the individual quote-unquote channels streaming services Mm -hmm. the difference is you're still getting to watch them when you want to watch them it's not you have to make sure you're there at a specific time no it's not appointment viewing kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um which unfortunately is i think where hbo is trying to i say hbo discovery because they fucking own them Mm -hmm. um we can you know what let's talk about warner brothers after you talk about things you've watched go ahead mate how are you what are you what are you doing what are you watching but that's not gonna make me annoyed (laughs) so just a lot of anime um this time around um i'm actually gonna start from the bottom of my list and work my way up because i'm gonna start from worst to best of what i've watched oh you're not gonna start with licorice no so the worst thing I watched, uh, at least that came out recently this season, is Engage Kiss. It is an anime where it's set in sort of a near future Japan where they've got these, uh, I guess, lack of a better term, demons invading um, that can possess people and they cause these 
more or less they're treated like natural disasters almost. Mm-hmm. Um, there are various private military companies who basically are demon hunters. Um, they specialize in taking these demon event things out. Um, <clears throat> the main character runs a very small, very poor company. He's got almost no money consistently. And, but to his benefit, he has an actual demon on his side. So say it sounds um, like, at first it sounded like get backers. Yeah. Well, it's a girl who's on his side. Um, and the way she basically unlocks her full demon power is right there in the title. They have to kiss. A lot of times they're just full on making out. And that's how she gets her powers. He is actually opposed to this, though, because part of what happens is every time she does this to him, she has to take memories from him. So he just progressively starts forgetting more and more of his own life as this goes on. But he's got this ultimate goal in mind to kill basically whoever, to hunt down the demon that's basically responsible for the death of his parents. Or the death of his actual, like, entire family. Mm -hmm. Um that being said, I said it's in the near future Japan, not really. The series actually takes play, takes place on this fictional floating island um, with a bunch of people from different nations in it. And the reason this island is so important is it's powered by this extremely clean, almost infinite energy source that they can keep mining from the island itself. And uh, all these other nations, of course, went in on it. So hmm. they're sending spies in the form of these demons sometimes into this nation. Um, I would say it's worth a watch for some of the sort of like Sakuga action moments, but the plot gets very, very stupid at certain points. And there's this really, this really dumb, like romantic subplot between the main character and another girl who works at another one of these demon hunting companies. Um, and it just drags on for way too long to the point where it feels like, it's almost filler content. Oh, wow. Um, there's a little bit of, of course, romantic rivalry between this demon girl and this other girl. And I don't know. There's just moments where I'm watching it, where I literally just turn around and start doing something else because it's just uninteresting to me. Um, I, tr- I gave it more than three episodes. Even I watched like six episodes of this and I just can't continue watching it anymore. There's nothing engaging. It's very monster of the week kind of stuff. For the most part, it doesn't feel like they're doing enough to actually move the main plot forward hmm. in this show. Um, that being said, we have the return of a really good anime, Devil is a Part-Timer, this time Season 2. Um, the most jarring thing about Season 2 is this is one anime where it's been on hiatus for a long time. Yeah. And so the art style has completely switched because they switched production companies. <laughs> um, but... To its benefit, season two does leave off pretty much where season one ended. Um, there's no oh, time cool. skip. There's no like long period between the two or anything like that. And um, <clears throat> it does maintain a lot of the humor that made season one really great. Um, What's the place called? McRonald's? McRonald's, yes. Yeah, okay. M.G. Ronald's. Big Ronald's. And they have, across the street, they have a Kentucky fried chicken. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, right. <laughs> But, uh, no, it keeps a lot of the humor that's in there. We get a lot more character development in Season 2 for all of the characters involved. Um, we get some new 
enemies that they have to go up against. Um, and we're getting a lot more of that. A lot more of what it was endearing to some people is the main character who literally is Satan is actually invested in protecting like Japan and the people in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that has sort of upset all of these various beliefs that people had about who he was and who demons are from this fictional world of Enta Isla, where they come from in general. Um, it's also upset a lot of beliefs they have about angels and the church and all these people that were fighting against demons. <laughs> um, turns out that this is one of those anime where a lot of the good guys, a lot of the supposedly good guys are actually assholes. Oh, what? The church is <laughs> assholes? Yeah. Never. Um, the other one I actually just started watching very recently. This is Parallel World Pharmacy. This is actually a pretty brilliant anime that runs sort of parallel to some isekai like Mushoko Tensei. Um, it is a reincarnated isekai. So this guy who's a pharmacologist um, is working himself to the absolute bone trying to find cures for a cancer that actually killed his little sister when he was very young. Oh, fuck. He's like very upset, very traumatized by this. He's like, there should have been a better drug out. Nobody worked hard enough to save her life, so I'm going to work hard enough so no one has to go through what I went through. But ends up literally working himself to death. <laughs> um, there's one scene where he's actually writing down the time it took him to just do some basic work. Mm -hmm. Literally an hour long, he writes this one his wrist, and then he sets an alarm literally for 45 minutes to fall asleep and try to wake up again <laughs> so he can keep working. And in that 45 minutes, he dies. Yeah. Um, but he's reincarnated into the body of another child, more or less, in a fictional fantasy world, very European-style fantasy stuff, as is typical of a lot of this isekai. Um, no lie, the kid's name is Pharma. <laughs> oh, Pharmacy. <laughs> yeah, his name is Pharma de Medic Medicus. Um, and... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so he's reincarnated into this boy's body because this boy was actually struck by lightning in this fictional world and in a coma for like a month um on his arms are these things in the medical world that are known as lichtenberg marks where they're just patterns that appear on people's skin usually when they're Electrified. struck by lightning or exposed to very high electrical current um in this case these marks are actually considered the marks of a god in his world and it turns out that they actually might be because they give him super special magical powers now. Um, he's born, of course, into a family of aristocrats, these people who are pharmacists for, like, royal families and shit like that. And even go, one of the episodes I watched, they even go to see the empress um, of this kingdom that they're in. But all the aristocrats in this show or in this fictional world have magic that they call divine arts. These are like mm -hmm. gifts from their gods, right? And his specialty was water, but as before this whole reincarnation thing happened, he was only kind of okay at it. And then after this reincarnation, he basically becomes godlike to the point he scares the absolute living shit out of his own tutor and she runs away from him. She's like terrified of him. <laughs> that sounds about right. Um,. He also has the ability to create matter at will as long as he understands its chemical chemical composition. Man, I fucking love this <laughs> <So>, guy. <laughs> yes. So with one hand he can create matter, and with the other hand he can literally just delete it. <laughs> oh, so he's a um, uh, scar from uh, yeah. Full Metal. He's got um, 
if he uses one of his hands and puts it up to his eye like a little eyeglass thing, he can literally examine and diagnose people that way, like see what ailments they have. That's kind of cool. Um, this is how he actually treats the Empress. The Empress has the White Death or tuberculosis. Um, she's dying, and basically his own father is treating her like they're basically getting ready for her to die, giving her anesthesia and stuff like that oh, just wow. to ease her pain. And he's like, I can actually treat her and potentially cure her if you let me do it. And his dad's like, all right, you can do this, but understand that you're putting your own ass on the line if you do it. <laughs> um, if you fail in this endeavor, chances are you'll be like just straight up executed for it. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's interesting to see because it is this parallel between this sort of old style of medicine where a lot of it was more or less superstition. Mm-hmm. Um, and just combining random shit together, hoping it would work, to 21st century medicine, where we've got this guy who just has the luck of being reincarnated in his family that's responsible with making medicine, but having the 21st century knowledge on how to make medicine and what it's good for. Yeah. Um, his only, his real competition right now is one, learning to control these super crazy magical powers that he now has. Um, to hide the fact that he is basically the super being in the world. One of the one of the ways he has does that is very odd because he has no shadow in this world. So he has to hide the fact that he has no shadow from other people. <laughs> but um, he's got to deal with that. And then he's also got to deal with the fact that as a pharmacologist, he wasn't a pharmacist. He wasn't like the guy you walk into in your neighborhood grocery store and you meet face to face. He was the guy making the drugs in the lab. Mm -hmm. And so he never had that, you know, doctor to patient interaction. And so he has to struggle with that as well is dealing with patients up close and learning that, okay, yes, I can treat their disease, but I also have to listen to their other concerns as well. Like some of these people are about to die and they fear for their life and I'm giving them medicine that they've never tried before. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's got to deal with that. So that one is like, I would put up there is probably a definite watch. If you just want another isekai on your list. Oh, I already well, uh, bookmarked the manga. <laughs> gotcha. And the last one is probably my favorite anime of the season. It's Licorice Recoil. What did I call it initially? <laughs> you called it Licorice or something? Licorice Recoil? Licorice, yes. Licorice Recoil. Um, no, but this does take place in near future Japan where you have these basically high school girls who are orphans. Um... They're raised by the syndicate called uh, Direct Attack to basically be assassins. Hmm. But they're not like assassins for hire. They're not really going out and doing this for money. They're assassins charged with keeping the peace in Japan. I so say every time they get like a, people. Well, yes, but it's like every time they get a hit on someone who's a potential terrorist based on some intel they've collected or like an arms deal going down or someone trying to smuggle guns or drugs in the country, country or anything like that, these teams of licorice are dispatched to basically go assassinate these people in clandestine operations um one of them though takina who's one of the main characters is on an op where something very strange happens um their communication equipment which is actually based on ai which has never failed before all of a sudden fails during this op and she gets fed up with this operation because one of her teammates is captured by the bad guys <laughs> So she picks up a machine gun and just starts spraying into the room where these bad guys are and kills all the bad guys and leaves her teammate alive. 
Now, unbeknownst to her, her leader of her team is there, and she's unhappy with this, punches her in the face, and Takuna actually gets kicked out of DA. She gets sent to a cafe called Lika Rico, where this other licorice, or former licorice, <laughs> yes, this uh, former licorice by the name of, what's her name again? Why am I not? Chisato, that's her name. Chisato is. Chisato was the top-ranking licorice ever, period. I hate this name, by the way. <laughs> yes. Um, but Chisato is kind of out of the loop in DA, so what she does is she's still able to get licensed and still able to carry a weapon and all that stuff, but um, she basically just takes odd jobs to help random people out. <laughs> um, she's not really down with the whole, I'm going to go murder people for the government kind of thing. She's just, I'm going to go do my own thing and help these average people mm-hmm. who actually need need some assistance in their life. Um, the other unique thing about her, well, there's two unique things about her. One is she only uses non-lethal rounds, which is kind of ridiculous in the very first episode because they happen to punch through a car door somehow. <laughs> but she uses only non-lethal rounds. She doesn't kill anybody. And she has the uncanny ability to more or less just dodge bullets. Um, in fact, the more accurate you are, the more like precise and methodical you are with the shooting, the better she is able to dodge your bullets. Oh, wow. <laughs> It turns out that later we discover, and this is never really explicitly stated to you, but explicit by watching certain scenes, that Takina has her own special ability, which is near-perfect accuracy. (laughs) She can basically pick up a gun and hit anything at any distance with it 100% of the time, almost. And this is why this makes you go back to that machine gun scene where she just seemed to be randomly spraying the room and realized she knew what the fuck she was doing. (laughs) Yeah. Um... But she can, I mean, they can do all kinds of these things. Um, that being said, there's some light eerie stuff in here between the two main characters. None of it's like kissing or anything like that, but it's very much hinted that they both have some kind of feelings for each other. That's a little bit more than just friendly. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but other than that, it's got really good action scenes in it. It's a hilarious anime on top of that. Um, it doesn't sort of overload you with exposition or anything like that. You just learn as you go. There's a big mystery plot in here right now where one of the main villains is somehow connected to to Chisato and by doing all of these crimes he's doing around Japan, try to kind of call her out and challenge her um, and bring her back to this like sort of legendary status that she used to have. Um, so another one that I would definitely say is worth watching, even if it seems like an oddball anime. Um if I was going to sum it up in a sentence, it's it's John Wick with cute girls. Okay, <laughs> I mean, there you go. That's really all there is to it. Mm. Okay. Also, so, reading your tweet you just tweeted. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to cover some some bullshit now. Um, <laughs> video game, you know, hey, we'll, we're stepping away from video games. We haven't talked about video games at all. Neither of us, I think. Have you played anything? No, nothing yeah, you new. You played some Fortnite. Uh, I've been playing some Valheim again with some friends. Um, oh boy, I want to play Valheim again. Oh yeah, uh, it is a private server. I'm sorry, I can't get you. Uh-huh. Um, maybe I don't know. I might pull some strings. Who knows? Uh, but right now, um, mentioned a little bit before, the Warner Brothers is no longer part of AT and T, Time Warner, Fun Bullshit, whatever. Uh, it's now Warner Brothers being owned by Discovery. Um, mm-hmm. which has resulted in 
some decisions. <laughs> uh, one of the first decisions that people have been, you know, up in arms about, and for a good reason, um, was that they have decided to fully cancel the Batgirl movie that was near completion. Um, this was a, uh, I believe, yeah, Latino led, uh, and the first live action cine or yeah, first full feature feature length live action uh, trans superhero would was going to be in this. Um, mm -hmm. You know, a bunch of stuff that like good for DC for finally doing this kind of shit. Uh, and they just came down and said, hey, no, we're not. We're just not. Uh, by the way, just as an update, the Flash movie has not been canceled or scrapped or done anything with. And uh, the lead of that, well, they are a literal uh, kidnapper. So, whoo. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one. Let's go. I got a list here. So if you notice while you were talking about one thing, my, my face went, what the fuck? How dare they again? Um, they just announced tonight that Young Justice has been canceled again. Um, so they only reached season four. They are no, not come back for season five. We're still getting another, uh, as far as we know, we're still getting another season of um, Harley Quinn, which if you have not watched that, it is fantastic. I highly recommend it. Um, there have been people being like, hey, can you make Joker and Harley be in a romance again? And they're like, haha, no, we're sticking with the lesbians. Um, <laughs> Because they're so much better together. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Young Justice canceled. Batgirl canceled. Um, let's see this list. We got... Ba -ba 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 -bam. Uh, Scoob, The Holiday Haunt, which is a follow-up to the, 2000, or the 2020 Scoob, which I loved. It was adorable. Fuck anybody that said otherwise. Um, yeah. That was canceled. Uh, looks like another season of Made for Love, which was a... Christine Miliotti, Miliotti, I don't know how to say her name. Uh, the mom from How I Met Your Mother um, was canceled. Raised by Wolves had been canceled. That was actually a little bit earlier, so not so much the same thing. Um, there have been reports that just movies have disappeared from HBO Max uh, without any notice whatsoever. Movies and shows. And as you just saw in my recent retweet, um, HBO Max has made the announcement that they are removing a bunch of animation. Uh, which includes the entirety of Infinity Train, which is the only place you can watch it unless you buy it. Hmm. Um, Mighty Magiswords, same situation. Uh, let's see, what else we got? Summer Camp Island, Uncle Grandpa, Victor Valentino, uh, OKKO. All these shows pulled from the only streaming service that they were available for part of a subscription. Otherwise, you have to buy them. Um... Which seems to be the, the future goal of HBO, because guess what? HBO Max, not going to exist anymore anymore soon. Uh, <laughs> the plan is to cut it out and merge it all together with HBO. And hopefully, this is where we were talking about that whole... I don't remember if it was all we recorded or not, but the uh, appointment viewing thing. Um, I'm wondering if this is going to be HBO HBO's way of being like, hey, we're not doing premieres on it anymore it's just boom when it comes on tv that's the only time you're gonna be able to watch it and then it'll be on for whenever <laughs> uh because fuck that shit uh, um like why why just why 
Uh, I'm not going to go into the absolute bullshit of uh, executives basically deciding that um, women don't care about animation after a certain age um, <laughs> or that they don't like scripted content. Uh <laughs> Yeah, we're just going to leave that at that because that's just a bunch of fucking bullshit. Um, God damn. It's, it's... I hate this shit. This is the most annoying shit. It's a lot of nonsense from people who are chronically, chronically disconnected from reality on a regular basis. These are people with too much money and too much free time who have... I mean, they literally can piss away that money. That's what the Batgirl cancellation amounts to. Yeah. I mean, you're talking tens of millions of dollars invested in a finished film. This movie was done. I mean, cut, done. And they just decided, you know what? We don't need it anymore. We don't want any ROI on this. We don't want to salvage any part of this, you know, project. We're just going to let it go. Just piss away like $90 million. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Uh, again, still, still getting that Flash movie. Um, I mean, they can't, they, they can't, gotta have something, I guess, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> it's how close to, um, when, when we get, when, fuck, when's that Black Adam movie come out? Isn't it supposed to come out, like, this month? Who fucking knows? I feel like they keep saying it's coming out and it keeps getting pushed back. Let's see, Black Adam release... Ooh, October. It's now October 21st. Uh, hmm. And Shazam is supposed to be making it in before the end of the year. Let's see how that goes. I Man, well, fucking... Get DC, I don't know what the hell. Studios. I mean, studio studio happened. Studios happened. That's what happened to, to the entirety of the MCU. Um, studios happened, but... I mean, the DCEU, as far as movies go, has... It's just never been quality. There's like it's like three they good make, movies. They make these weird decisions, and they they just they don't seem to have their head on straight. They don't listen to anyone who actually is trying to consume their content. They're just making these decisions and hoping people go along with them. I oh, mean, uh, sorry. Speaking of not canceled projects, uh, the Blue Beetle movie is still supposed mm. to be coming. Um, yeah, like of the there are ten released movies. Ten? One, two, three, four, yeah. Ten released movies because I keep forgetting the Man of Steel is technically the beginning of this. Um which is funny that both of the extended universes for the comic book series starts with a metal type. Um you get it, I Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And Mass St- Steelman. Yeah. Uh jeez, Nate, so much reaction. <laughs> um I mean, if people weren't upset about the cancellation of Batgirl because, you know, people are going to have, I mean, people are upset, but there's a subsect of people who are like going to praise the cancellation of Batgirl. Oh, yeah, I've seen that already, too. But um, this was also going to be Michael Keaton's return as Batman on the screen. Mm -hmm. So that is something to be upset about and separate. On top of that, understand that Warner Brothers is going to take this as a tax write down. All the money they lost on this is going to be a write-down for them. They will get all this money back from the government, from Absolutely. your tax dollars. 
Yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's... Ugh. Oh, yeah, so looking at the... I was just looking at the list of DCEU movies. Um, three, in, in my opinion, enjoyable to good movies in this whole thing. And that's mm-hmm. literally just Shazam, Birds of Prey, and Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Not mm-hmm. Suicide Squad. That thing. Ooh, trash fire. Uh, <laughs> the Suicide Squad. Great. Loved it. Thought it was great. Fantastic. Glad that they did the spinoff with Peacemaker. Also great. Um, also not canceled. Um, but yeah. Everything else. Yeah. Bad. Like Wonder Woman, for the majority of them, it's an entertaining film. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Aquaman, entertaining for the wrong reasons. Uh, <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League is slightly better than the one we were originally given in 2017. Um, Zack Snyder's Justice League is a band-aid on cancer. <laughs> sure, yeah, that works. Uh, and then the, you know, fucking, not only that, how do you make an okay movie with Wonder Woman and then Wonder Woman 1984 was so bad? I mean, again, it's because they they do not seem to know what they want to go for all. You have to realize that all these movies in the DCEU, they want to try to connect this universe and everything like that. Name two movies on this list that are even similar in tone. Um, technically man of steel and Batman versus Superman as in they're tonally dead. (laughs) Yeah. As in they both shot this movie in almost grayscale. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then you get, I will admit, with that, Zack Snyder's mm-hmm. Justice League does follow Dawn of Justice very closely. Uh, oh, yeah. But that's because it's the same guy that made all three of those fucking movies. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, but hey, is... you know, that works for Marvel. Why not? I mean, they cannot find a tone they want to go with. Every movie feels different than the movie that came before it. Uh Shazam was entertaining because it was a complete break from the super, like, hard-boiled mm-hmm you know, kind of deal they were doing with all these previous films. Um, But then we went into Birds of Prey, which was that, you know, edgy, you know, we're going to have neon everywhere stuff trailer. Birds of Prey was still good. Yeah, I was going to say that was in my, to me, that is my personal favorite. The Suicide Mm -hmm. Squad is probably a better movie, but I personally like the Birds of Prey more than anything else that DCEU has done. Yes, but you can't go like with this it's like people who want the who want Deadpool like mm-hmm. so badly to come into the main MCU, but Deadpool is so tonally different from the rest of the MCU. And here's the thing: this... he'll get there eventually. We know he'll get there eventually. Yeah, but you you don't take like this super edgy content and then blend it with something that's not that. Like it just doesn't usually work. You have to have like a very good writing and editing team to make that stuff work. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, someone's going to go home disappointed. Either the kids are going to go home disappointed because their parents aren't going to let them watch a movie where people are like getting decapitated and making jokes about each other's balls all day. Um, <laughs> versus, you know, adults are going to be disappointed when they go to a film and see this super edgy character that they enjoy because the edge is knocked down several pegs to fit in with these, you know, kid-friendly heroes. Um, to the MCU's credit, they have struck a balance with sort of the they've done that i guess for lack of a better term sort of like spongebob effect where the adult jokes are hidden enough that adults get it yeah and kids don't um but i don't know 
I think they've got Warner Brothers got some shit to figure out. Period. <laughs> I don't know. Well, hey, at least we have tomorrow. She-Hulk. Um, plan on waking so up very early. Excited for it. Gonna wake up early. Go and watch some She-Hulk. Mad that it's just one episode, but whatever. We got that <laughs> to get us through up until uh, fucking. I can't remember his name. What's his name? Adirondack. Uh, hold on. Andor. Casting in Andor. The show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, Dis- Disney's got us covered when it comes to content. Or, uh, comic book content. And otherwise. Um, hey, so, while going through, uh, going through the manga stuff, uh, I came across the fact that solo leveling is over. <laughs> No, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, I did not realize that it was done. Uh, it ended, what, last year? It looks like right at the end of last year, so I have something to catch up on. Um, which also makes me feel like I wasn't that far from the end to begin with. But hey, uh, I don't know, Nate. I feel like n- no game stuff, really? No, let, hold on, let's do a quick sweep. Let's see any news... Oh, Bob Hoskins. Everybody loves Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. There's been set leaks for the Fallout TV show, which I won't care about until the actual show happens. Um, <laughs> it, it This is actually a, a annoying week to film, film? record, uh, because yeah. um, we have a Marvel Games or Disney Games showcase, I believe, at the end of this week? Let me double check that. Oh, no, no. Not until... That's not until next month. Okay. Yeah, September 9th, we have a Disney and Marvel game showcase being that was announced. Um, and then okay. next week is, uh, I believe, Opening Night Live, which, <laughs> let's see, Opening Night Live is, I literally read this earlier, and I can't remember where it was. Yeah. Um, next Tuesday. The twenty third, uh, starting at two two p.m. for us. Um, so hopefully, I think I'm I may be scheduled to be working too early or too late for that, but I'm going to try and get that fixed. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited for that. Lots of game announcements. I think there was something that I was reading. It was either either thirty, I think thirty world premiere announcements that he was going to be showing off. Um, which man, I did not realize we were already that close to to opening night live. Uh they did, I don't know if you saw, um, one cool gaming thing that was announced. Uh we got the title in release date, I believe the release date, for why is it not like in the top page? I fucking hate game articles and how fast everything goes by. Um New Tales from the Borderlands. Mm. Because you know they decided to bring that back, um, yeah. Should become and it is coming out. It looks like October twenty first, um, a lot sooner than I thought. I had no idea that was coming out so soon. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I you know I'm kind of excited that that game's fun. Those that that's the only of any of the like Telltale games I ever played. Um, mm. I know. Well, Tales from the Borderlands was actually pretty good. Yeah. No. I mean, there was a major decision in it where the main character, Reese, had to decide 
whether he was going to part ways with the virtual Jack stuck in his head or use that virtual Jack to take over Jack's company, um, Hyperion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and characters got like either really upset at you or like praised you a lot, depending on what decision you made. Isn't and... the canon ending him keeping Jack? Yes, the canon ending okay. is him keeping Jack, sort of taking over Hyperion. All that stuff. I only know that because of things that I've seen from the. Is it Borderlands mm-hmm. Three, right? Yeah. Yeah, but um, no. Tales from the Borderlands is one of the better Telltale games. The original Walking Dead is always great. Yeah, I feel like um, Tales Tales is one of the few that felt different. I feel like it was the first one that maybe got an upgrade for the engine or something, or a different yeah. engine because it looked and felt smoother than any of the other games. Later oh, yeah. on, it's like, yeah. Well, it, it was definitely an updated engine. Um, they used a lot of Gearbox's tech when making the game anyway. Yeah. So um, they were able to do a lot more with things like facial animations and stuff like that. And people have to realize, like, the original Walking Dead was, like, Telltale's first big debut. So everything was very stiff well, in that it, game. And I'll, <laughs> I'll say I give them the fact that that game was so impactful that... Um, mm. There is now a graphic novel story yeah. around. Uh, oh, I won't. I almost said Coraline. Um, Clementine. Clementine. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, that's fantastic. I love that it had hit. She had become such a loved character that she was introduced mm-hmm. into the comic world. Um, yes. Which I don't think even Daryl's had happened, right? I don't. No. Daryl was never even written into the comics in any way. Um, Daryl was never really written in the comics anyway. Clementine was unique in the fact that her journey takes place through three games. Mm-hmm. You know, when you play season one, you never really play with her, but you interact with her a lot, and she has to develop as a character, especially at the canonical ending of that story. <laughs> um, and then beyond that, um, you do play with her more in... Well, you play as her in season two, and then you play as her again in season three. So, in season three, she's basically a teenager, but very much has to be an adult in a world full of people who are already adults. Yeah. Um, who are far more dangerous than she is, and she has just to learn how to survive. Um, I mean, that being said, it's when Telltale closed years and years and years ago, I was very just upset about it because. I feel like, you know, narrative-driven games aren't, you know, they're, they're never going to be like a super blockbuster, blockbuster like marketable product. Nobody's clamoring to get their hands on a narrative-driven game except people who already like them, like me. But they carved out a niche in the gaming space that I feel is important for gamers to have access to. Mm-hmm. Um that we really just don't have access to. And that space has recently become dominated by silly dating Sims, honestly. What? Um, Silly dating Sims. Which, I mean, dating Sims can be fun and important in their own right, but we don't really get those full-fledged narrative stories based on, you know, character progression and stakes and things like Life is Strange, where your decisions could lead to whether or not you know, certain characters lived or died, whether certain characters faced, you know, trauma or abuse or not, um, those kind of things. Uh... So I would just like to see more of that stuff. And hopefully studios like don't nod, continue with it. Um, 
Hopefully so, the remnants of Telltale are out there still working on things like that. So that's <laughs> what's confusing me. I did also think that Telltale was fully gone, but Telltale is still around? Mm-hmm. They are still in existence? Like, I just looked at their... I pulled up their, their Twitter, and they tweeted... The, I mean, the last tweet was oh, 10 hours ago. Um, mm-hmm. Which is about the Expanse series, but they... I mean, it's talking about that. It's talking about... Uh, mm-hmm. Oh fuck! What's that? Uh, Wolf Among Us Two. So I'm. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that confused. Wolf Among Us Two is in development. Wolf Among Us. I don't know if you've ever played Wolf Among Us, but that was actually one of their best games. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, our friend Lou, lo- like he and his wife loved that game. Um, oh, so right, when when just... they announced the second one, I immediately texted them, and they were yes. both very very happy. No, Wolf Among Us was fucking awesome. But huh. uh, yeah. Weird. Okay. Well, hey, like I said, not not much gaming-wise and stuff to talk about, and I wanted to keep it... Hey, look, we're actually under an hour, and I still got to cut some stuff out of this. This will be our shortest <laughs> episode, one of our shortest episodes ever, that we weren't drunk during the live stream. Um, <laughs> but hey, hopefully you will hear this beforehand and catch us going in, or catch at least me, Nate will definitely be at work, um, catch me... <laughs> Uh, reacting to the opening night live next Tuesday, the twenty third. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, if not, I I don't know. I'll tweet about it while I'm at work. Um, <laughs> who knows? I'll figure it out. I'm pretty good at getting out of things usually. Anything you want to end on, Nate? Any news? Any mm-hmm. fun things? Nope, nothing this time around. I think we can call it a wrap. All right, cool. Well, hey, we are. Under 80 days. I only say under 80 days because I know while filming a thing that I ended up not releasing but ended up putting out a blooper video, which I will link in the doobly-doo, um, we are under 80 days away from Extra Life, our Extra Life 24-hour stream, where you get to watch us play video games, you can join us playing video games, you can share, donate, and help sick kids uh, all from the comfort of your own home. It's great. I mean, unless you really like us and we're friends with you and you can kind of come and hang out with us too. Uh, help <laughs> help keep me awake those last four hours. Because, um, goddamn, I know for a fact Nate will be snoring on the couch. Uh, sorry, the love seat. Um, <laughs> I make sure he's off camera for that. Because uh, <laughs> I think I think it's, it's, it's not allowed. I think it's against TOS to be sleeping on camera. I don't fucking know. Um, Just put a mic close to my mouth and it'll be ASMR. <laughs> um oh wow sorry the creator of infinity train changed his uh his profile description to creator of infinity train a show that got pulled from hbo max and can now only be pirated there you go turns out it can't even be bought you have to pirate it good on well, you hbo go fuck yourself um but yeah, I think that's a test endorsement to buy go pirate a show now. <laughs> that's one hundred percent endorsement for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, back to extra life. Sorry, I pushed one for. I've got a whole list, and I'm still adding all of the Steam keys that were given away. We got a bunch of physical stuff. Um, got mm-hmm. some other stuff, hopefully in the works. I'll figure that out. That'll be announced later. Um, yep. But yeah, come join us October 29th from 8 a.m. until 8 a.m. October 30th for a Halloween extra life. Uh, all that information will also be in the thing, or you can click the link that's floating around. You can't click it. You can look at it and be like, ooh, that's where I need to go. <laughs> um, 
I don't think you can click links that are floating around on the screen. I don't think we've unlocked that ability. Um, that'd be cool. Like the DVD screensaver thing that's it's always getting close to the corner but never quite to the corner. No? All right, cool, whatever. Um, <laughs> as always, if you like what we do, if you like what you see here, follow us on all the social media. Just search Space Time Taco. If you want to find me, search Time Lord Burrito. I almost did it again. <laughs> Out of practice. And if you want to find my stuff, you can search for a little teapot. I'm recording. Flipped over, so it threw me off. I was going like this, but it's actually over here. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, go inside and play video games. Bustin' makes me feel good. Bustin', bustin', bustin'. bustin'.